Hello, and welcome to the Actually Making a Difference podcast, the show about starting, growing, and marketing your purpose-led business. No magic wands, no false promises, just simple, straightforward, and honest advice based on decades of experience. I'm your host, Sarah Price, and you are ready to actually make a difference. Hello there, and welcome to the Actually Making a Difference podcast, your one-stop shop for tips, insights and support to help you to start, grow and promote your impact business. I'm recording this episode in the month of June. And during June, I am taking members of the Actually JFDI membership program through a mid-year review and reset process. We're looking backward at the first part of the year, how it's gone and what we've learned and then looking forward to the second half of the year and how to make sure that we're on track to achieve those intentions that we set for ourselves for the year as a whole. What do we need to adjust or adapt? What do we need to do more of or less of? Who do we need to be? And it got me thinking about intentions. So I thought I'd share with you some thoughts on how to make sure that you not only set them, you achieve them. I hope you'll use these tips to make sure that you are on track to have a wildly successful year. So the first tip is to actually set some intentions. There's a wonderful saying that I've heard attributed to a number of different people, including Oprah. Luck is the convergence of preparation and opportunity. If you want to experience a lucky outcome, then you've got to be prepared. You've got to do the hard work And you've got to see the opportunity and seize it. To achieve something, the first step of preparation is to intend it. In other words, step one is to actually set some intentions. My recommendation to people setting intentions is similar to the advice that I give people who want to set New Year's resolutions. Make sure they're realistic, but stretching and usually don't set more than three at a time or you're going to be completely overwhelmed. Number two, focus on the possibility. When we set intentions, we are quite often focused on something we want to change and maybe that we don't think we're doing very well at the moment. So for example, in my personal life, I would like to change my sleep patterns because I'm not very good at going to bed at a reasonable time and getting eight hours of sleep a night. When you think about your intentions, whether they're in your personal life or in your business, it's understandable that we focus on the pain that we're trying to avoid. So for me, I want to avoid being tired and grumpy and foggy. And we also spend a lot of time moaning about the pain of implementing our intention. Oh, but I want to watch one more episode of Succession. I want to spend some more time with my friends at dinner. Going to bed at a reasonable time is so boring, blah, blah, blah. I would encourage you to spend some time exploring each of your intentions and visualising the possibilities How will you feel when it's done? What possibilities open up for you as a result? Let's say for the sake of argument that you set an intention of posting more regularly on social media. What might that mean for your business? What could increased awareness and increased visibility deliver for you? 
How would that feel? And when you're tempted to give up, recall these possibilities and allow them to provide you with the motivation to keep going. Talking of motivation brings us to step three. Motivation is great, but a plan is even better. Motivation is truly important when it comes to achieving your intentions, but it needs to be aligned with action in the real world. So when it comes to achieving your intentions, simply sharing them on social media and getting the dopamine hit of a like or a follow or someone going, yay, go you, that's not action. The difference between where you are and where you want to be is what you do and nobody else can do it for you. The sooner this truth deeply saturates into every cell of your being, the sooner you will stop looking outside for answers and solutions and start taking inspired action towards your intentions. How do you improve your chances of taking that action? Well, step one, you've set an intention. Step two, you find your motivation in the possibilities. And step three, you create a plan. Now, before you all roll your eyes and groan about how boring it is to do planning, let me tell you why it's important for achieving your intentions, whether that's in business or in life. There was a group of researchers here in the UK back in about 2001 who did an experiment to determine what it takes to successfully achieve an intention. In this case, the intention they were testing was to exercise more often. They worked with nearly 250 people who wanted to build better exercise habits, and they divided that group into three groups. The first was the control group. They set the intention to exercise more and then were simply asked to track how often they actually exercised. The second group was the motivation group. They set the intention and were asked not only to track their workouts, but also to read some motivational material on the benefits of exercise. And the researchers also did a presentation for them explaining how exercise could reduce the risk of coronary heart disease and improve heart health. Finally, there was the third group. These subjects received the same presentation as our motivation group, ensuring that they had equal levels of motivation. But they were also asked to formulate a plan for when and where they would exercise over the following weeks. It wasn't complicated. They simply had to decide during the next week, I will do at least 20 minutes of vigorous exercise on this day at this time in this place. In the first and the second groups, fewer than 40% of the people exercised at least once a week. But in our third group, 91% exercised at least once a week, more than double the rate in the other two groups. Simply by creating this simple plan that said exactly when and where they were going to deliver on their intention to exercise, the participants in group three were more than double as likely to actually follow through. Perhaps even more surprising was the fact that having a specific plan worked really well, but motivation on its own 
didn't work at all. Group one, the control group, and group two, the group that had motivation, performed essentially at the same level. Or as the researchers put it, motivation had no significant effect on their exercise behaviour. So once you've set your intentions and you've got clear about your motivation, make a plan if you want to truly achieve that intention. Now, here's the thing. Intentions are about focus, about directing your energy. They are a signal to you, to your subconscious and to source that you know what you want and you are ready to achieve and receive. Here's what they are not. They are not a stick with which to beat yourself. So my fourth tip is not to beat yourself up. You will make mistakes. You will fail from time to time. You won't post every day on your LinkedIn profile. You won't email your list regularly with fascinating and engaging emails. You will eat the cookies that you vowed not to eat. This is the moment of danger because your subconscious doesn't like change. And setting an intention is a pretty clear signal that you want to change things. So your subconscious allies with your inner critic to berate you and to persuade you to give up as soon as you make a mistake, as soon as you fail just once. When you make a mistake, when you fail, when you don't live up to your intention, I want you to imagine that you are your own best friend. What would you say to him or her in those circumstances? Would you say, oh my God, you ate the cookie, you're a greedy pig, you may as well give up on this whole eating healthy malarkey? Or would you say, I get it, this change business is tough, right? But I have total faith in you. Keep going. You can do it. One mistake doesn't mean you should give up. Say to yourself, what you would say to your best friend and tell your inner critic to pipe down for a bit. Now, this final tip is probably my favourite because in addition to loving words, there's one other thing that I love in the world. Well, there are lots of things I love in the world, but this is one of the things I love most, music. And this is a tip I call the magical mix tape. It's one last quick tip that's going to help you to achieve your intentions create a soundtrack for success. Music is such an essential part of my life. I actually, I cannot imagine life without it. And I have lost count of the number of times that the right music has brought me out of a funk, motivated me to get moving, helped me to shift my mood. So my recommendation is that you create a soundtrack, a magical mixtape, if you will, of songs that inspire you, that motivate you, that get you moving if exercise is your goal, or that soothe and calm you if your goal is about sleep, or that you can dance along to when you're cooking up your healthy meals, or sing to whilst you're making smoothies, or that will help you to concentrate when you're putting together that social media plan. Let that music become your prompt, your key to accessing the energy that you need to get into action on your intentions. Now, because I like to over-deliver, here's one last tip. Celebrate. Every time you do the thing that you've intended to do, 
celebrate. Every time you make progress, celebrate. Not just because it's a nice thing to do and after all, who doesn't like an excuse for a bit of bubbly, right? But because when you celebrate, you release dopamine into your system, which your body and your mind, so your subconscious mind, might just start to see this change, these intentions as a good thing. Besides, you're ready to celebrate, right? And it's time to actually make a difference. Thank you for listening to the Actually Making a Difference podcast with me, Sarah Price. Come and join a community of purpose in our free and friendly Actually Making a Difference Facebook group. Because now that you're part of my world, you need never feel alone on this entrepreneurial journey. And you will always be welcome.